Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda, and I bring you episode 30 of my daily audio vlog series. For those of you that are new, this is an unedited flow of thoughts and feelings that quite often take us to very insightful places, although others, unfortunately, take us nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> That's the risk of embracing the unknown. Today I'm feeling heady, very heady. Felt very disconnected from my body once again as I ran and I was wondering where's the energy, you know? The body just feels so off, switched off. But then if I'm not in it, how how do I expect it to be energized? I spend so much time in the mental world, man. I'm running along. It's just oh, so hard to lock lock in to the physical. No, it seems to me like we need some kind of extreme sport so we can't lose focus. If we lose focus, like rock climbing, for example, you die, right? <laughs> so you have to be present. So I guess that's why it's so liberating and quite addictive, these extreme sports, because you, you have to be in the body. You have to be. As I'm running, and yeah, I can be in the body, I cannot be in the body. I can just be running and thinking about life. And... Unless I have something to focus on, like a target, like yesterday. I had my girlfriend ahead and I was like focusing on her. And with that target, I was able to lock in. Lock in and then run with it. And this energy came from nowhere. And that was beautiful. I surprised myself, like the potential that's untapped there. When I'm just running casually and in my head. And I feel tired and weak and only because I'm not in the body. And then I lock onto something and there's this drive that just comes. It's just an inherent drive that we have when we need to use it, when we tap into it. Most of the time we're just not in it. I don't know if this is making any sense whatsoever, but please stick with me. <laughs> oh dear. Got to accept, right? Got to accept where we are, where we're at as a species, as human beings where we're going. You know, yesterday I got this article from a friend talking about Facebook, how, you know, as usual, most things in life, there's a front man like Zuckerberg, who, you know, portrays to be this um, nerd that created this social media platform during university, and then it just blew up, right? And it's just this, you know, good intentions, a lot of shit has gone down recently on Facebook. Um, a lot, of, a lot of things are being, you know, taken down, restricted. There's a lot of bias when it comes to to using ads to persuade people's opinion for politics and stuff like that. A lot of dark stuff is happening. Collection of data, but we still think that you know, you know, it's just a, a platform that this guy created for people to connect, and that's what we're doing, right? Um. I think where I was going with this. The article, the article that I read yesterday saying how in 2004, DARPA, I don't know if you know what DARPA is, it's this big organization in the, in the US that's linked to CIA and the military and they work on like undercover projects. They're not so undercover, they, they, show, they show some of them, but there's other ones that are obviously kept a secret. And one of them is that they they had this project called LifeLog, 
and then that dissolved and disappeared. But in this, in the, during the same year, Facebook was created, and it's very similar kind of um, platform apparently. And it's to collect. It's for for all humans to upload and self surveil. So basically, everybody's willing to upload their location, how they're feeling, obviously their their face. You know, people are people. I mean, not everybody's on it, but I think it's about a third now of the population, which is fucking a lot, is on Facebook. And yeah, it's self surveillance. Yeah, so that's it's kind of scary when you think about it. How data is the most valuable asset in today's world, and we just give it out as if it was like sweeties. We just like put it up there, put it out there. I mean, I say that I use these platforms to, you know, for my business and for my passions and for sharing stuff in the world. But at the end of the day, I'm part of the pack, part of that third of the population, two billion, I think, two billion people that are on this platform. You can make a good case study, huh? With all that data, behavior patterns, thoughts, feelings. Like you can really make a, a collective analysis of the world population based on that data. It's a lot of fucking data, man. They, I think Facebook knows us better than we know ourselves. And that, that's something else. Again, what do we do? Do we resist it? Do we stop using these platforms? We talk about how how much we value privacy, yet then we share on Facebook every day. And I think I feel that things things on Facebook are getting more and more personal, intimate, private, and you're really sharing it on a public platform. Well, it's public, but at the same time, it's privatized. <laughs> That's the funny part. Um, yeah. Then you got. I was round. Um, a guy's house last night for dinner. We had this beautiful home restaurant experience. But we were talking about Revolut. This new banking company doesn't have a physical bank. It's just an online startup. But you can start a bank account from anywhere in the world without an address. So they don't really ask any questions. They just allow you to have a card and then, sorry, have an account, have a card, and then use it as a regular bank account. And there's all these perks, you know, of not paying fees when you, when you, as a traveller to use in different countries. So it has all these conveniences and less friction. We love convenience. We love efficiency. But um, what does this mean? A collective bank, a one-world bank, you know, that's cashless. You can you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies on the, um, on this app. You just can't resist this transition into the the technocratic state that everything is connected into the smart grid and can be controlled i mean i think we've gone through different stages of control and this is like taking us to the ultimate level if you're within the system but then if you can't i don't know if you can't get on a bus, if you can't pay on a bus without a card, they're going to make it easy for people to get a card, right? So if you can't do certain things because you need the next technology, you either get the technology or you're out. You have to go and live in nature.
which a lot of people are doing. But not everybody has the tools and the capacity and the willpower to go and live in nature and all the know-how even. People, especially people growing up in cities, who the fuck knows what to do and how to live off the land? Nobody. People know how to function on... People know, youngsters are learning how to socialize on online, not in person. Um, they're also talking about in this article how these platforms um, use and exploit the psychology of the human being. So they, they use different aspects of the mind to release certain chemicals as we use it with the likes, with this, with that, dopamine, whatever. And, and this way it gets addicted and it changes, it rewires the structure of our brain. Like that's powerful stuff, man. All of this technology is really changing us for the best or the worst. Or let's just say it's just changing us because that's all it is. We can look at it from many different angles. Technology is taking us into a new era and that's reality. And we'll see what it looks like sooner enough. Soon enough. So today I felt like I rambled quite a lot. I'm not sure we went anywhere, but let's have a little recap. We talked about being very much in the head, disconnected from the physical body, um, which personally I found leads to physical dis-ease and physical dis depletion. Just no, no, active, no activation in the body. No presence, no focus, no energy. Um, and then we go on to talking about technology and Facebook and how data is now the most valuable asset on the planet and how we should maybe treat it like that instead of just giving it up for free. But yeah, can we resist it? Or should we just accept that we're going towards technocracy? Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Although I have a feeling that it was one of them rambles that took us nowhere today. <laughs> I have to accept. Accept. Acceptance. That's what I wish you on today's journey. I wish you also gentle determination. Thanks again. Speak to you tomorrow. Ciao for now.